1: This is the daily tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's get into some of these games and some of the X's and O's and numbers and facts and figures that might be the deciding factor when it comes to the wild card matchups. Now, first, if you've been living under a rock, if you've been watching football, what we're doing here is a three-game series that decides the winner who goes on to face uh, face the top seeds uh whether it be the orioles or the astros in the american league or the dodgers and the braves in the national league so let's start in the american league rangers Rays. this one in tampa bay uh tampa bay minus 150 rangers plus 125. starting pitchers for today's mm. uh matchup we've got jordan montgomery facing tyler glass now now this total is set at seven and a half we have talked about unders kind of being the play although this rangers lineup makes me very very nervous to hit an under here. So what is your initial leaning when it comes to Rays Rangers?
0: Gosh, I don't know. I lean Rays money line, but I'm like you, I don't necessarily want to fade those Rangers bats. Also Jordan Montgomery has been brilliant on the road all year long, no matter who he is pitched for three and six ERA of 2.76 Tyler glass. Now has been really good at home. 4-3, and three, 3.18 ERA, not as sharp in September. I think if you look at this game, the key is the bullpen. And we were talking about that in the first hour, which is, yeah, we focus on starting pitching. We focus on the lineups. Bullpens matter in a big way here. And that's where I feel like the Rays in this matchup, well, throughout the entire series, they will have the advantage. So that's why I would lean Rays' money line. I feel like we're going to see a starting pitcher's duel, and then it will come down to... Who can hit the baseball late? And I'll give the edge to Tampa and their pen.
1: I think my initial reaction was okay, I'll take the raise at home. Tyler Glassnow is an mm-hmm. absolute stud. He can strike out the house. But you kind of mentioned this. Tyler Glassnow coming into the postseason was not nearly as sharp as I thought he would be. He had given up at least four runs in three of his last four starts. Uh, One of those being against the Orioles. That is a good offense. But wouldn't we say the Rangers are one of the best offenses in baseball? And then you look at Jordan Montgomery ending the season with four straight quality starts. So nobody is finding his touch better than Jordan Montgomery. And also he's backed by one of the best offenses in baseball. It feels like a team that's limping into the postseason. But you look at their lineup, Corey Seager, Adolis Garcia, they just have so many all-stars with postseason experience, like maybe not Adolis Garcia as much as Corey Seager. But still, I feel like if there was an underdog that is worth taking in this first round, I feel like it would be the Rangers. Like if you look at the rest of these games, do you like the mm-hmm. underdogs in any of the rest of these matchups? Like I think this is the one you could probably make the best case for. This is yes. maybe the Marlins.
0: I absolutely think that if you're going to make a case for a dog, it's the Rangers just because of their bats alone. And they do have mm-hmm. some good starting pitching. Yeah, I mean, Montgomery, as I mentioned, is very good on the road. Evaldi has been good. They have stunning, Dane, stunning. So there are times when they get very good outings from their starting pitchers. So the Rangers are similar to the Orioles a little bit in that, all right, maybe they don't have the the starting rotation ideally and, and that has a lot to do with injuries obviously but still their bats are so good that sometimes it just doesn't matter they'll just out hit you and beat you eight seven eight six whatever so if there's a if there is a dog that you like if you're looking for a a, a series dog I absolutely think Texas is it
1: yeah, and even in Game 1, if Jordan Montgomery can keep it up, uh, maybe that will be the case in Game 1. Uh, so, we have mentioned this several times, how unders can kind of be the play in some of these postseason games. This next game I feel mm-hmm. like is the best candidate for an under. Blue Jays-Twins, Kevin Gosman uh, facing off with Pablo Lopez. This game is a pick em. Total of 7.5. This is a daytime game as well. 4.30, first pitch in Minnesota. So, Jenks, Uh, do you like the under here with me?
0: I do. I like that a bit. I think, I think that is probably the best under play on the board. This one and Marlins and Phillies will probably be my two favorite under bets. But I, I actually like the blue Jays on the money line. I might play them first five money line. And I just love Kevin Gossman. He, he's seven and five on the road this season, 3.27 ERA. And you know, when he likes pitching Chelsea, he likes pitching in the daytime. 15 starts this season during the day, an ERA of 2.58. As for Lopez, makes me a little nervous based on his most recent starts. He's given up 11 runs in his last 15 and a third innings against some very light hitting teams. A's, Angels, White Sox. Gossman has been a money maker for me this season. So I will lean Blue Jays first five money line or full game money line. I think that's probably going to be my play today
1: i like the the full game under or possibly even the first five under because both these pitchers i kind of like them uh you mentioned kevin gosman how good and dependable he has been and you look at pablo lopez same kind of goes and the blue jays during the regular season one of the best under teams which is surprising you look at their lineup and you see all the home run hitters it's a little bit shocking so either you play the first five under four which I think we will see some low-scoring affairs in the first five innings until these hitters kind of hit their stride. And plus, the adrenaline's really going for these starting pitchers. And plus, it's the best of the best. There is a reason why some of these starters got the ball for a very important game one. So first five under, four looks really good to me in the Blue Jays' Twins. Or if you can get, uh, what is the full game under? If I can get... And eight in that one. I think that would be the play. If you can get some palatable juice. And then talking about Mm -hmm. players for just a second, there are a couple of guys on both of these lineups that have immense postseason experience that have really done big things. Carlos Correa, World Series MVP. He knows when to turn it on. George Springer. I believe he was the MVP of a World Series as well. So take a look at those two guys, maybe when it comes to player props. Uh, Then let's go to the National League. Let's start with the the Diamondbacks at the Brewers. And Brandon Fott, the rookie, gets the start for Arizona, facing Corbin Burns of Milwaukee. And that's why the Brew Crew, big favorites at home here. Minus 180, total of eight. This one starts at 708. (sighs) <sighs> Jenks, this is the riskiest move. I feel like of all the teams throwing mm-hmm. a rookie in game one, do you think it pays off or are you on the Brewers here?
0: I wish I would be on the Brewers. Uh, I believe this opened around minus 150. I would have taken that, but I'm not gonna play the Brewers minus 185. I just can't do it too juicy. Brandon fought. Fought. No, I don't like this move. I don't like it. I understand why the move is being made. Because you think about, okay, if somehow you can pull this off, you get Kelly and you get Zach Gallen as well in the final two games. Mm-hmm. Advantage D-backs. I, I just, I understand the thought process behind it. I just don't necessarily agree with it. And look, Brandon fought better away from home. He's still one and four with an ERA over five. So let's not act like he's going on the road and he suddenly aces. Yeah, he was awesome last time out against the White Sox. Great. Brewers are not great (laughs) against right-handed pitching. That said, Corbin Burns in his last four outings has three shutouts. And this is where I think experience matters. You're putting a young kid on the road in this spot. I would go Brewers first five run line minus 125. I think the Brewers get to fought early because of his inexperience.
1: Yeah, i think the more important split to look at when it comes to the postseason is not necessarily home road splits but how they fare against good offenses because that's the Mm -hmm. the x factor for me when trying to find a way to back brandon fought here against playoff teams he has an era over 14. that is the split that is making me shake my head here Even though I have heard some people, and he is kind of like a prospect guy that has high-end stuff that, like, if he puts it together, he can be a really solid pitcher. So maybe he's trending in the right direction. Maybe that is your sabotage factor for playing the Brewers here. And plus, this is an offense that we know can go cold on any given night. That has been the Brewers' problem over, what, the past, like, three years is their offense. So I'm not going to touch this game. I think I'm just going to play the other one. So let's go to the last one. On the schedule tonight, we've got Miami. Uh, on the road at Philly, Marlins plus 140, Philly's minus 165 in a divisional matchup. A total of seven and a half, Zach Wheeler facing Jesus Lizardo. So, Jenks, what's the play here, and what are the angles that people should know about?
0: I like the under here, and this is the other under game that I like. Play it up to eight, minus 135, not a bad play. And, you know, I know you can you can make the argument either way, right, where... Hey, a, a lineup has faced a pitcher already a couple times this season. They see him a third time. Maybe they hit the ball better. But then you can also flip it and say, well, if a pitcher has sustain sustained success against a particular lineup, maybe they can continue that trend as well. You can look at it both ways. But that that's kind of the way I look at this. Jesus Lazaro is is not great on the road. Five and five, four point four ERA. But against the Phillies this season. He's been very, very solid. Five runs, 12 and a third innings, two quality starts. Same thing for Zach Wheeler. Two starts against the Marlins, giving up five runs in 11 innings. So it's playoff baseball. Things are tightened up. I think both of these guys come out, hitch well. I'm going to go full game under minus 135.
1: I like that, even though I would also lean towards the Phillies. like I don't love the price here, and that's why I'm not playing the Phillies on the money line. I think yeah. minus 165 is a little too rich for my bud. But when it comes to Zach Wheeler, I think he has the more um, be- the better playoff experience here. Like Jesus Lizardo is mm-hmm. a young guy; he's not that young anymore. He has plenty of major league experience, but still, Zach Wheeler's pitched in a World Series, and it feels like he knows how to turn it on when the calendar flips to October. So I think I would side with the Phillies here, and plus those bats, like they can go pretty hot and cold too. Uh, mm-hmm. But still, they have some October-tested bats on that roster as well. But it's kind of built into the price, so it's going to be a no-play from me. So Jenks, let's whittle down the card here. Let's rank our, okay. our plays here. Uh, what is your favorite play on the board today in baseball? What's going to be your best bet? Have you decided yet?
0: I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be Blue Jays first five. Money line. It's minus 115 and the twins have been hitting the ball really well, but Kevin Gossman, I I just think based on how he's pitched recently, how he pitches during the day versus Pablo Lopez, who has not been impressive recently. I think worst case scenario, maybe you end up with a push. At least that's the hope. But I also have seen projections where the Blue Jays should be maybe more of a minus money favorite here. So I think I'm not crazy about this baseball play, but that's going to be where I'm going. What about you?
1: I think I'm going to hit the under in that game, either under eight in the full game or under four in the first five innings, because I do like both of these starting pitchers. Pablo Lopez, like you said, he's had a couple ones where he's been a little iffy but it just feels like there's going to be an under today. And I feel like this is the best candidate for it with both of these lineups kind of being a little feast or famine. And plus, if you think Kevin Gosman can do a lot of the heavy lifting, which I think that he can, I think this is the best candidate for the under. Uh, I think I'm going to go that route. Uh, If we're picking outright winners, uh, who are you Mm going to go with? I think I'll go Rangers. Rangers. Blue Jays, Brewers, and Phillies. If I did a four game parlay, that's who I'd choose. Who do you like?
0: God. Yeah, well, you're right. I know, I I was gonna say the same thing, except I was gonna go with Rays, but that's all chalk. And I feel like that's so lame. Like, oh, I chose the fate. Well, even though the Blue Jays and twins are tied at minus 110, so not a real favorite there. So I would actually go Rays instead of Raiders.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe one of us will win, Uh, or who knows? Maybe the Marlins will be the talk of the town tomorrow. Who knows? Because it's postseason baseball, and that is why we tune in. For more, listen to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM weekday mornings from six to nine Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.